0: go to bestsellerbuilders.com we help authors get it done book success is number one with
1: bestseller Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Insider Secrets of the New York Times Best-Selling Book Podcast. Today's interview is sponsored by BestSellerBuilders.com. Get new free video training by Amy Collins on what it takes to become a successful author at BestSellerBuilders.com. The title of today's interview is Promoting a Book to the New York Times Best-Selling Status Tips, tricks and secrets. Amy Collins reveals how every author can position and market their book so it has a legitimate shot at the big leagues. My name is Mike Stewart and today I'm talking with Amy Collins about the tips and tricks and secrets every author needs to understand to increase the chances of getting their book onto the New York Times bestseller list. So, here's a little bit about Amy. Amy is a well-known expert on the subject of promoting a book to the New York Times best-selling status and has graciously consented to this interview to share with us all the cool tips and tricks that hardly any author knows about that can really accelerate their results and help them get to the position of... They need to be and market a book so that it makes to the New York Times best selling list. Now, Amy, thanks again for joining us on this live interview. Let's jump right in. Uh, number one. Tell me a little bit about yourself. I told a few things here, but I want to hear it from you.
0: It sounded so much better coming from you. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Mike, thanks for having me. And I, I really want to thank bestsellerbuilders.com for sponsoring this whole thing. It's so gratifying. It's, it's, all, it's a little overwhelming uh, how much attention and the, the kind of input that we're getting. So many authors want to be on the New York Times bestseller list that I think that this podcast idea, I think it might just catch on. I think mm. it, it's wonderful. Uh, My background is pretty simple. I started out as a book buyer. My job for many years was for a 16 store chain in upstate New York. My job was to decide which books went on the shelves. And I spent a lot of time determining and I got kind of good at deciding which books were going to take off and which ones weren't. There's a lot of commonality between successful books and books that aren't quite as successful. And that kind of became a drumbeat for me to follow over the years. And even when... I, They call it hopping the desk. And even when I became a sales rep for a large publishing firm, Prima Publishing was my first gig as a sales rep. They they eventually, they were purchased by Random House. I went on to become a sales director for a very large publishing company in Cincinnati. They own the Writer's Digest brand and the Writer's Market brand. F&W is, uh, it was a wonderful training ground for me. And for a few, uh, I, I don't want to say how long, but for quite a few years. I was selling to chains. I was selling to the airport stores and to Costco and Walmart and Target and Barnes and & Noble and a number of book chains that aren't even around anymore. For those of you who remember Borders or or Crown Books and I really spent a large number of years Watching what separated the wheat from the chaff, uh, the successful from the not so successful. A lot of talented authors out there, but there was a, a common theme running between the difference between a talented author and a successful author. So when bestsellerbuilders.com offered to do this podcast and they asked if I'd be interested in sharing my experiences, I jumped at it.
1: Well, that's awesome. With all that experience. Tell me, why are you talking about the New York Times? Is the New York Times bestseller list that relevant today? I actually had the same question
0: for the bestseller builders, guys. I'm like, really? The New York Times, isn't that? No. They showed me what was happening. And again, this is one of the things we're going to talk about a lot in, the, in all of these podcasts, all of these episodes. Staying open-minded, staying teachable. Don't think you know something just because you think something. I was guilty of thinking that the New York Times maybe wasn't as relevant anymore. I couldn't have been more wrong. I went out to all of my... My publishing buddies, my agent friends, I mean, I've been in the industry for decades. I know it looks like I'm 26, but I've actually been in the industry more than 26 years. And the fact is, I was wrong about the New York Times. Agents, large publishers, media outlets, they all came back to me and said, are you nuts? If if an author is on the New York Times... The media outlets will start calling them. They, they won't even have to worry about getting booked for press. Agents will start calling. If you're self-published and you're on the New York Times, agents will start calling you. You don't have to worry about getting your queries turned down. It is a curated, approved list that's got 100 years of background behind it that, that lends such credibility and such credence to your book and to your words and to your work. Who wouldn't want to be on the list? And when I took a look at the numbers, uh, the owners of bestsellerbuilders.com showed me because I was paying attention to other bestseller lists, too. There's tons of them out there and they're all great, but they're a numbers driven list. A lot of the lists that you see online in the online retailers or that you may see in major newspapers, it's just a numbers game. But if you're in the New York Times, that means you've really made it. And I want to help more authors get there. I've been helping authors do it for years, but now it's a real goal of mine, and I
1: want to be of service. So the answer is it's more relevant today, even this digital internet ebook world than ever before. Even after it's been around hundreds of years, it's very, very relevant today. That's
0: a great way of putting it. I wish I'd thought of that. Now I'm feeling bad. Uh, That's exactly it. In this crowded, loud world... The New York Times is more relevant than ever because it gives that old school nod that lots of people don't get anymore.
1: Well, there are tips and tricks and secrets that you know, and I can't wait to get started to find out each one of those in the next episodes. So let's stay tuned, as they say in radio.